can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito, and the Celtics come out and demolish the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets were very depleted. No KD, no Kyrie, no Ben Simmons, no Joe Harris. Uh, So very, very depleted team today. However, what have we been saying over the course of these last, like, 17 games the Celtics are coming out and absolutely killing the teams that they should beat. And this was another example of that. This is a a really solid game through and through. Uh, this was our 10th game, that our 10th wire-to-wire win of the season, which is the most in the NBA. For people that are unaware of what a wire-to-wire win is, it's when you lead for 48 straight minutes. Start to finish. And that's the 10th time this Celtics team has done that this season, which is very impressive. Like, even even just right out of the gate. Like, this is just good Celtics basketball. We saw all of that tonight. Uh, We're going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Still run through play of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, really weren't many lows, so that part will be super short. But I want to take a look at the standings here and where the Celtics land. Uh, to get things started off here, I want to give player of the game to Al Horford. And honestly, could have gone anywhere with this. Tatum, Time Lord, Smart, JB, even Grant. All of them played phenomenal basketball tonight. Uh, but Al Horford, to me, this is one of his better games all season. He had everything working. The three ball, not so much. Still struggling there. Only one of six. Uh, But total stat line for him tonight. 11 points, 13 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Super efficient. Like super efficient. Uh, Which is exactly what you want from this guy. Like he is impacting the game at at all points. And it's not that it's funny, because I don't want to say it's funny, but you know, we traded obviously Kemba for Al. And Kemba ended up getting bought out, signed a pretty cheap deal over in New York, and New York just came out and said that they're benching Kemba for the rest of the season. So we traded a guy that is being benched on a terrible team, and we get Al Horford in return. Who is a starting starting power forward for this team, playing great basketball, like that right there, is the move of the century. If you're Brad Stevens, like what an unbelievable move that he was able to bring Al Horford back and swap him out for Kemba. Uh, so that you gotta love it. You gotta love it. This is a great game from Al, uh, but it really is like a great game from everybody else. And I'll just start at the top here, going down from the the stat sheet. Jason Tatum, 30 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal. Efficient, 10 of 20, 4 of 9 from 3, 6 of 7 from the free throw line. Like, this all the way through is great basketball. 
Jason Tatum th- tonight, I thought, had a couple of massive shots. And it's not like the scoring numbers are high, right? Like, obviously, 30 points is higher than what he averages. Uh, but this is, you know, him getting other guys involved, too. Four assists tonight. You know, we've talked a lot about the two Js and them needing to make other people around them better. Uh, and this is a huge example of that. This is what they've been doing in this entire stretch of basketball that they've been on. Uh, And a lot of that, you can go to his counterpart, Jalen Brown here. This is the second straight game where Jalen Brown has had six-plus assists. 18 points, one rebound, six assists, a steal, and a block uh, for Jalen Brown tonight. Didn't shoot a lot. Six of 12 from the field. So this is one of his... You know, light note, light nights as far as shooting goes. You know, did struggle from beyond the arc, only one of five, but was super aggressive. Got to the line eight times, five of eight there. But the impressive part of, you know, Jalen Brown's game is just all of the times that he's just finding guys. Like a couple of just unbelievable passes from him tonight he had a great drive and dish to Horford for two uh, but just a couple of other great passes you know he had the the beautiful pass on the pick and roll to Time Lord for that dunk uh, but just did it all night long like this is these are the guys that you love watching play basketball you know we haven't haven't really seen this you know, at least in the beginning of the season, I can't really say that because I think like once the Celtics have gotten healthy and that's, you know, when Marcus Smart's been there, this Celtics team has been phenomenal and extremely fun to watch. And I give a lot of credit to Marcus Smart. Like he was another guy tonight, 15 points, six, re- six assists, and that's six plus assists in nine of the 13 games since he's been back. I said, it's really just, it's impressive. You know, the part that stuck out tonight with Marcus Smart wasn't even the defense or the fact that he's getting guys involved with the six assists. He was five of six from three. He didn't take a single shot that wasn't a three-pointer. And he made five of six. Uh, That's just, it's just impressive. Stan Van Gundy kind of talked about it on the broadcast today too, if you watched it on TNT. Uh, Marcus Smart has the ability to just catch fire. And when he does, this Celtics team is almost impossible to beat. And that's what happened tonight. Marcus Smart caught fire. He had a couple of just insane threes. But it's not even it's not even that he's forcing it. It's, you know, he's getting other guys involved. The ball is moving so well that he's just being found like almost wide open on some of these. Like I I know I've talked about sustainability and is the way the Celtics are playing sustainable. Really, like it can be. It can be sustainable if they continue to move the ball. Like I think it's been pounded into their brains at this point that they need to push the pace. They need to make defense the priority and when they do that and when they have Marcus Smart out there kind of facilitating this team can be really good offensively and defensively but again a lot of it a lot of their offense I think stems from their defense 
because they've done a great job lately. And again, this wasn't happening as much in the beginning of the season, but they've done a great job lately of really pushing the pace, uh, getting out in transition. And honestly, it goes top to bottom. Like even Al Horford, who's not the, the fastest guy in the world, but he'll get a rebound and he'll just start sprinting down court. He'll run point center, point power forward, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and he'll get out in transition. He did that tonight, uh, which was just a, a unbelievable possession. But that's when this Celtics team excels. That's when they're at their best is when they're making defense the priority and they're pushing the pace. Uh, and it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful sight to watch. Uh, but to round out the starters here, Robert Williams was another one that had an excellent game 12 points 11 rebounds three of which were offensive uh, and just impacted the game defensively too like even against a guy like Drummond who's got probably 80 pounds on him he held his own you know Drummond still had a pretty solid night like he's a unbelievable rebounder but I think Time Lord and Al both did really well against him like really well Defensively, Time Lord, it's funny, Jason Tatum at the end was interviewed and was asked about, you know, what's making this team so different from the beginning of the season. And his answer basically was Time Lord has been the anchor of our defense. And part of me, th- it's, it's funny because. So many people, including myself, have talked about Marcus Smart really being the, you know, the heart and soul of that defense. He is the defensive anchor, but you look and Time Lord really is that guy that holds it down in the paint. Marcus Smart certainly above the break, uh, one of the best defensive players in the entire NBA. And if you're looking at a, you know, someone that can guard one through five, but really being a wing defender. He's unbelievable. But Time Lord is that guy that's really just on the back lines, making every single shot difficult. Uh, and that's a it's a huge compliment coming from Tatum, saying that he's the anchor of that defense. And it's, it, it is. It's true. And it's good to see. And he did that tonight. He's been doing it over this large stretch of games here. 17 of 22, I think it is. Uh, which is impressive. Like, it really is just great to see. You know, so those are the the great performances that we've seen from our starters. But that's not where it ended tonight. Like, we had great performances kind of throughout. Grant Williams, I thought, was fantastic tonight, offensively and defensively. Defensively, I thought he made a couple of excellent plays. Uh, But he also kind of transformed his game a little bit. We've seen him, you know, throughout the season, throwing up fake, try to drive. He had two of those tonight. They were fantastic. One of which he ended up driving and finding, uh, I believe, Horford for a dunk as well. So, you know, these are the types of plays that you love to see him in. And you saw him again in transition tonight uh, with an and one bucket. So Grant's, offensive game is evolving right in front of us Uh, and this is a guy that everybody wanted off the team like three months ago 
they just refused to admit that he was having a good season. Said the entire thing was an aberration and that we should trade him when his value's high. The amount of messages or people that I've talked to that have said that to me is are it's mind blowing how wrong they were. Because at this point, this guy is still like a 45% three-point shooter, second in the NBA behind Joe Harris. Uh, and it's not like he's not taking a lot of threes. <laughs> you know, he's out there throwing up three-plus threes a game. So good on Grant. The guy's continuing to crush it. And you love to see it. Uh, the other guy I think that stepped up tonight and played really well uh, was Derek White. This is another really solid game from him. I think he got to the line really well. Uh, that was one of the things I gave Dennis Schroeder a lot of credit for. You know, when he was here, like he was aggressive, he would drive, he'd try to draw a foul and get to the free throw line. Uh, Derek White is really doing that at a very high level. 13 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. I've uh, got to line 4 of 5 from the line. You know, this is the guy that the Celtics brought in. This is the reason that we gave up so much. You know, people wanted to talk about the fact that we gave up, you know, Richardson, Schroeder, Romeo, Freedom, you know, all of these guys, right? But in, the, in reality, like, who is really contributing? Sure, Schroeder, Richardson contributing. Derek White is just as good of a defender as Josh Richardson. Significantly better than Dennis Schroeder. But he gives you the same type offense. But on a more team-centric outlook. Right? Like, very high basketball IQ. But he's going to get other guys involved. That's something you really can't say for Dennis Schroeder. Uh, so really solid performance from him tonight. You know, we got to see extended minutes for Peyton Pritchard as well. Uh, he was part of that, you know, really eight-man rotation for a while. It was your starters, Tatum, JB, Al, Time Lord Smart. Uh, and for the majority of the game, uh, he was basically running an eight-man rotation with Grant, Derek White and Peyton Pritchard. And the minutes that Peyton Pritchard got, I thought he played really well. Like, really well. He had a couple of threes early, and then I believe he was two of four at halftime. Uh, he ended up two of six. So then it's not like he absolutely went off. But I think he played a solid game. And that's all you need of him, right? Like, if Peyton Pritchard can go out there and give you 10, 15 minutes and hit the three at a, a pretty consistent clip? Are you going to ask for too much more? Not really, right? You know, two of six, you'd like to see that number up a little bit. Uh, just, you know, 33% is not, not ideal. It's better than what we've seen, right? Like, it's still, this is a guy that can come in and contribute, though. Uh, which is good to see. You know, he also chipped in with two assists. He had a nice steal, right? All you can ask for. Uh, then you get to some of the other guys. You know, this was probably the first game that I have ever said anything positive about Broderick Thomas, but I thought he played fantastic tonight. Broderick Thomas got in there, moved the ball well, uh, hit some shots. 
and looked like a basketball player. Looked like an NBA player. So good on you, Broderick Thomas. Love that. Let's see more of it. Uh, But Aaron Neesmith tonight thought he played really well. Six points, two assists, two of two from three. Stan Van Gundy, they were talking about on the broadcast as well. He's a guy that during the the pregame they saw getting shots up and he looks like an NBA player. And he certainly struggled at times throughout this season. But it's all about getting a groove at the right time. And I'm not saying he's in a groove by any means because it's just it's literally just one game. But you know these are good signs. Two of two from three. It's what you want to see from Neesmith because for the most part he's really struggled. He's really struggled from beyond the arc this season. So anything that's positive is great to see. And then you got the darling Daniel Tice. Boy, do I love having him back. You just, you've seen Bruno Fernando, you've seen Ennis Freedom in garbage minutes still getting torched. Daniel Tice went out there and looked like a freaking monster. Like he got the ball, corner three, up faked, drove, got doubled, threw another up fake, and then dunked. Like an absolute man. Like this is the type of stuff that you love to see from a third string center. Daniel Tice is so much better than a third-string center. But the fact of the matter is, the Celtics actually have depth at the big man position now. You know, we've got Time Lord, who is making himself out to be a third star at this point. Al Horford, who's playing fantastic basketball. And then honestly, you throw in Grant there as another big man that's playing fantastic as well. On the season, not just tonight, but on the season, right? So these are the types of things that you look at and you're like, okay, the Celtics have some depth. Like this is a a core of guys that in the playoffs, you can throw in any one of those four big guys and get solid contributions from, which we haven't been able to say in a long time. Basically, since Al Horford was here last time, Last stint with us. Uh, but this is it. Everything is clicking at the right time, right? The Celtics at this point, I'll, I'll walk through the standings in a little bit, but the Celtics are on an absolute tear. Again, they've won 17 of 22. Uh, I want to say 11 or 10 of their last 11 games they've won. So, like, this is the Celtics that, you know, we've been hoping for all season long. And again, the season's winding down. There's not a ton more games, but that's where you love to see it, right? So I do want to talk about the standings, and that'll be a very quick segment here. Before we transition there, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. 
DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, bet just $1 on any NBA team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Red Line. That's 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is... All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. Okay, so want to talk about some standings here. Want to talk about where the Celtics stand so far in the Eastern Conference. Right now... Today was a pretty big day. Cleveland lost, uh, and I want to say Chicago did. No, Chicago won, so Atlanta lost. So they moved even further back. But right now, the Celtics are four games behind first place. One game behind Cleveland for the five spot. And just a game and a half back from Philly and Milwaukee for the potential three seed. This is huge. Like, this is a huge point for this Celtics team to really make a push at this. The Celtics have the, I want to say it's the 10th hardest strength of schedule for the remainder of the season. Obviously, today playing Brooklyn, that was one of the better teams, one of the ones above 500. But they're facing off against Detroit, Indiana, in Atlanta coming up, right? Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday. Those are the next three games. All of them, very winnable games. And then you go into Memphis. That's a tough one. Brooklyn, you don't really know if they've got you know a full team back yet at that point. They still might be missing guys. So that one's up in the air. Charlotte, fairly easy game. Dallas, that'll be tough. Golden State, that'll be tough. Uh, That's when you start to get into some of those bigger, tougher games. So this stretch that we're on right here, Detroit, Indy, Atlanta, Memphis, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Detroit, 
These are the games that you really need to take advantage of. So in the next seven games, if you can win potentially five or maybe even six of those, you're making a legitimate case for yourself to you know, be a top three, top four seed in the Eastern Conference. Like that is huge. It is huge. Like just getting to a four seed gives the Celtics home court advantage in the playoffs. At least through the first round, right? Like that's that's where things start to become important, right? Like the more games that we can get on our parquet floor, the better for this Celtics team, right? This is a very jumbled up Eastern Conference. I do not remember a year where it's been so congested in the top seven spots. You know, one through seven is separated by just five games. You know, Toronto, give them credit. They've been on a great stretch of basketball here. Uh, Eight of their last ten. They're only five games back behind Miami. Miami and Chicago tied for first place, 38-21. and Right, like the Celtics, though, have a legitimate chance of continuing to climb these standings. And they, they're going to look to do so, you know, very shortly, right? They're going to look to do so against Detroit on Saturday. Uh, that's going to be, that's an early game. For whatever reason, the Celtics got screwed with the early game. Saturday at noon and Sunday at 5 o'clock Eastern time. Don't like that. Uh, I'm going to be in the Cape. It is my future mother-in-law's birthday weekend. We'll see. I'm hoping to put out a podcast for you guys. Hopefully, I get to record. I will be watching the games, but I cannot promise that a podcast will happen. This might be the first time in two years that I have missed a podcast. But fingers crossed that's not the case because I am absolutely loving doing these when the Celtics are winning. Uh, So keep the wins rolling. Keep the Celtics rolling. Hopefully we get to continue this. Uh, If you haven't done so already, guys, follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Always tweeting about the game. Uh, Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Just crossed 8,000 members. We added 400 and something members in the last week. Uh, The thing is going crazy. So make sure to follow that if you're on Facebook. And make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star written review. Greatly appreciate it. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.